strategize together. Let's hear it from an expert. Join the conversation, it's informative and free. You and me, let's talk some strategy. Here's your host, Doreen Morin Van Dam. Hello, everybody. My name is Doreen Morin Van Dam, and I am back with another episode of Strategy Talks. I am so excited that you're here. If you're here live, please let us know in the comments where you are joining us from. If you are watching this at any time on a replay on any of the platforms we go live, put hashtag replay in the comments. And to those of you who are here listening to the podcast, a special welcome to all of you. Before I introduce my guest of today, I just want to do a quick shout out to our sponsor, Social Insider. They are the intuitive dashboard for social media analytics, reporting, and competitors analysis for brands and agencies. If you need data, you need Social Insider. So without, without much further ado, I'm going to introduce you to my guest today, Spanky. Hi, how are you? I am phenomenal, thank you, except for the fact that I'm wearing like this big stain on my shirt that wasn't there when I started this morning. But like, you know, you just got to roll with the punches and, and that happens to every one of us, right? In life, things it happen and, and you just deliver them. And, yeah. and really... I just, I'm, I'm going to ignore it. But if you're, if you're watching this, don't stare here. Okay. <laughs> hey, it makes you just a little bit more human. You have kids and you have horses. Then you live with stains. That's just the way it's going to be. Right. If, yes. If you have kids, if you have horses, you're going to have stains. And, oh. um, you know, I can do an ad for detergent right now. Oh, that's awesome. So who is Spanky? Let me introduce you to our guest today. Um, Ad Zombies is a flat-free creative copywriting company that came to life in response to a need in the marketplace. In early 2017, founder Ken Spanky Moskowitz was in a private Facebook group for marketers. One member was struggling with his ad copy, while many group members gave unhelpful feedback along the lines of, yeah, that does suck. Ken rewrote the copy with a new interesting angle and shared it with the group. People commented and DM'd wishing they could whip up uh, creative and copy, just like Spanky. He offered to assist the group members anytime they needed help. They took him up on it. At the time, Spanky was running a successful creative media and production agency. One flooded inbox later, he realized a new business was coming to life. And since he's been watching a lot of The Walking Dead at the time, back when it was still interesting, and absolutely, I loved The Walking Dead when all that was going on, Ad Zombies was born. And so was our original tagline, bring an ad copy back to life. There are two kinds of startups, broadly speaking, the kind that prepares and prepares and has big money behind it, and the kind that runs before it walks. Ad Zombies hit the ground running, and soon a team of writers were on board to handle the overwhelming number of ad requests. Then there was the system building and the operations and the other boring behind-the-scenes stuff that helped uh, us scale to a seven-figure business in under 700 days. That's impressive, Spanky. Ad Zombies. scary. Yeah, I can only imagine. That is crazy. Ad Zombies has written copy for over 3,000 agencies and 10,000 small businesses, social media businesses across every continent except Antarctica, 
we're working on that. Today, the Ad Zombies team is headquartered in Mesa. Did I say Mesa, right? Arizona. Mesa, Arizona, with professional writers contributing from around the U.S. and around the world. That is crazy. So yeah. before I let you talk, I just want to tell our listeners and our viewers that you and I met at Social Media Marketing World at 2020, about mm -hmm. a week before the world shut, shut down. And yep. we connected, you were speaking, I was your, what they call a speaker handler, um, and making sure that you were comfortable in your room. I got to be in your room where you spoke and it was really, really nice to meet you. We connected and then um, just this year, we were back at Social Media Marketing World and we met back up. So um, of course, I love uh, the success story of Ad Zombie. So today we're gonna talk about how to tell a story in our ads. So yeah. take it away. What do you wanna share with us? So, you know, one of the things, the struggles that I hear often from business owners, especially in a business that's not super sexy, you know, whether you're a contractor that builds homes or you run a funeral home, right? Those are businesses that are kind of hard to tell a personal story in. But I, I like to encourage people to really dig into your own experiences in life to tell stories in ads because... Storytelling is one of those things that we naturally do. It's effortless for us to tell a story. Like think about it when you go to a cocktail hour, right? Or you go to a party, you don't just walk up to somebody and go, here's my business card. Here's what I do. And let me help you. No, that's not how we engage with people. We engage with people by sharing common stories. We started my morning with this stain story, right? Now, many people would avoid talking about the thing like this, but why it, 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 there's a commonality to it, right? Every one of us have these unique life challenges. We all experience different things. So share those stories, use those stories in your marketing, in your advertising. And, and so a perfect example of this, and Doreen, I decided to pull this because I think it's just such a great use of a real story becoming, getting used in advertising. So many years ago, uh, a swim school in Philadelphia was having trouble enrolling parents to get their kids into these water safety classes. Now, you have to realize as a parent, and I'm a parent, you know, you, you do all of these things in hopes of preparing your kid, right, and getting sure. them ready. And so swim school is one of those things, especially like where I live, we have pools everywhere. We have more pools in Arizona per capita than any other state. Wow. But, you know, it's a hundred bazillion degrees. Like the only thing hotter is the sun. So, you know, we, we like to stay in, inside in our pools. And so this swim school had, had produced this ad and it showed these happy babies smiling and blowing bubbles underwater and in their swim fin or swim, you know, swim shorts. And it's super cute ad. And it was all about making happy babies and teaching them how to be safe in the water. But the, re the problem was it wasn't converting people and it wasn't bringing them into the swim school. Why is that? Well, you could say there are a lot of reasons. Well, maybe the imagery was wrong. Maybe the headline was wrong. But I, looking at the ad, to me, the entire ad structure was wrong because it doesn't hit the pain point. And the pain point is, is if your kid falls into a pool and doesn't know how to swim, they're going to drown and they're going to die. And right, that's a really dark place to go. And so 
how did this ad that I'm going to share with you in a moment come to life? Well, quite simply this. When I was a little kid, uh, I was playing in my backyard and we, my, my sister and I were outside kicking a ball back and forth and I kicked the ball far away and she went to get it. And when I looked, I saw on our pool deck, this inner tube, uh, I was about four years old. I couldn't swim at that point. I decided to go up on the inner tube and jump into the pool. And I jumped into the pool and I sank to the bottom of the pool immediately. I was panicked. And I have this vivid memory of looking up from the bottom of the pool. And all I saw was blurry sky and some trees, you know, overhanging the edge of the pool. And I just remembered in that moment, oh my God, I, I'm going to die. And I was four years old and I have the, and I still at 55 have this super vivid memory of that moment. And I remembered every feeling, every moment that I was underwater. And suddenly my sister, smart enough to realize something wasn't right, my brother's not here. She, for some reason, ran up the ladder to the deck, saw that I was in the bottom of the pool, jumped in, grabbed me by my hair, which is why it's no longer there, <laughs> and um, pulled me out of the pool. She, my older sister, Lisa, saved my life. And so how does that experience translate into an ad for a swim school? And I'm gonna share that with you now. So the first thing I wanted to do was, was show a picture that would get the attention, stop the scroll. And so in this case, it's a picture of a father holding the hand of a, of a, of a daughter and they're standing at a grave. Now you could assume that the grave is the mom. You could assume that it's somebody important to them, but it's not, it's the grave of a child. And the ad copy, the headline says, don't let this happen to your kid. Now, immediately I'm going, oh my God, there's a funeral, you know, there's a cemetery, the kid, don't let this happen to your kid. The kid died. Why'd the kid die? Right? So now I want to read the ad. But remember, this ad was written from personal experience. Here's the ad. What's the sound a baby makes when they fall into a pool? There is no sound. They quietly fall in. There's no splashing, no screaming, nothing. They open their mouths to cry and water rushes in burns. It's excruciating. They panic. They frantically move their arms, but continue to sink. They see the sky. They see people moving around on the deck. They see the dog barking at the pool. Then the light fades. The pain stops and they're gone. Don't let this happen to your child. Sign up now for British Swim School's free water safety lesson. It can save your child's life. Now, that ad moved lots of people to take action because it touched on a pain point that was so personal, that was so uh, emotional that people couldn't not respond to it. And that's how I like to use stories in ads because you can take a personal experience and we all have them mm -hmm. and figure out, okay, how do I tell a relatable story that isn't necessarily directly about my experience. And that's how I chose to do it. And so I encourage people to really dig into their, into their bank of life experiences and, and put them to use because they're so valuable and can really help move your business forward. So I have a question. This totally touched my heart. I have four kids. I learned how to swim. I grew up in a country in the Netherlands where 
um, every child that's about four or five takes a national swimming certification. So we all have to, we get diplomas, diplomas A, diploma right. E. So we all learn how to swim and it's like a national, actually when I was in school in the seventies, uh, we had school swimming. We, the school, there was a bus that came to school, picked us up right. and we all learned how to swim. Um, but this ad, was there any negative feedback oh, of course. using a story like that. Of course there was, you know, there were people in the comments that were like, how could you, how could you write an ad like this? Or how could you share this horrible story thinking it was a real child? And gosh, even though I silenced it, this thing won't stop ringing. And I apologize. It's okay. Um, I took care we're of it. We're live. It's fine. <laughs> it happens. Right. Um, you know, I saw this happen once on Jimmy Kimmel live, so I don't feel so bad. Okay. Uh, you're in good company. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you know, I, I, I saw some of the comments and they were, how could you do, how could you share this story? This was horrible. I feel bad for this family. Again, it's not a real family. It's not a real story. However, it is a real story because this exact scenario has happened to hundreds, if not thousands of children. And I only know from firsthand experience, what that feels like, mm -hmm. because I was the kid at the bottom of the pool that just was lucky. Yeah. And so, yes, there were absolutely, there were absolutely um, negative comments and lots of negative feedback, but it, it was far less than the overwhelming support and positivity got, they got from it and the enrollment they got from it. And that's really the important part. Negative feedback isn't a bad thing. It means that the ad, your marketing has touched an emotional nerve. That's it. That's right. So from my conversation with you, I understand you have over 150, 170 copywriters. Yeah, we got a big team. team. A big team. How do you know that everybody on that team, do you have a formula? I mean, you're sharing your formula with us, you know, the personal stuff. Is that, is that something that you ingrain in them? Do you expect of them that that kind of writing? Is this something that you basically have a mini course you teach them? Because so, this is amazing. Yeah. So we definitely, we definitely encourage and teach our writers to, um, to really dig into stories first. Now, yeah. that doesn't mean all clients want storytelling, right? Sometimes mm. a direct response ad doesn't require storytelling. Sometimes clients say, hey, go all out. We want your best. Um, the end of the day, we do train our writers and we're constantly right now, we're working on revising our training. We want everybody current because platforms shift and there are subtleties. Uh, you know, the, the way you would caption or, or word something on a TikTok ad is going to be very different than that of a Facebook ad and certainly way different than a LinkedIn ad or a Google performance max ad where, you know, you think about today's standards a performance max ad, you have to write a display, um, a search, a video, like it's all in one unit. Mm -hmm. So you have mm -hmm. to think about all these variables. And so, yeah, so we're always updating our training. And the, the reality is, is we don't hire copywriters we bring on storytellers mm, because I love that a storyteller can easily learn the subtleties and nuances of writing copy, a copywriter, someone who can just bang out the words, isn't necessarily going to be a great storyteller. And storytelling is critical to me in advertising. It's, and I use this another example, uh, and I won't go into the details of the ad, but 
this is another way to to think about storytelling. This funeral home chain came to us a few years ago and their specialty. So you think, okay, a funeral home, what's their specialty? They deal with funerals, but they had a specialty and their specialty was they created these amazing celebration of life events. So when you walked into to a funeral at this funeral home, it didn't feel like the typical funereal experience. You didn't walk into a, a somber room and dimly lit and there's the casket at the end, right? I'm painting that picture because that's the visual we have. But they would create these celebration of life events. And so there was a soundtrack playing of this person's favorite music and right? Everybody was either dressed in theme to celebrate that person's things, right? So it was a very different experience. And, and so I had the epiphany of we put the fun in funerals, celebration of life, right? And so it was, and at first they were a little taken aback, like, I don't know if we can say that. There's nothing fun about funerals. And I'm like, yeah, but look at your celebration of life events that you do. They're fun. It's celebrating the person you're not celebrating their death. You're not right. celebrating, you're celebrating their, their life. You're yeah. celebrating their life and, and celebrating their life should be fun. Anyway, I convinced the director of marketing for the firm, uh, for the funeral home chain to like do a test run in one or two markets. And they did, and it exploded. And, and you think about this because funeral homes are, are kind of like a utility. Mm -hmm. you, don't, you don't go shopping for... Hey, hon, let's go drive around and shop for a funeral home today. That's not how people use funeral funeral homes. But if if you are in their periphery, in the consumer's periphery, in your awareness, market, awareness, right? And the time comes suddenly, Uncle Milton dies, and I just chose Milton because it's an old name, and you'd expect guys named Milton to die. Um, sorry, Uncle Milton. Uh, you know, Uncle Milton dies. That funeral home is your top of mind recall. That's your awareness. It's it's the reason why when you're on a road trip and somebody says, I'm hungry, there are like the top three choices that people will automatically recite. It's that top of mind awareness. And so they start looking for that thing. It's, it's, the, it's the same reason why when you have a cut on your finger, you call it a Band-Aid, even though it's a bandage. Band-Aid built such a high level top of mind awareness that you can't think of anything else. It's a Band-Aid. But the right. real thing is, Band-Aid is a brand. Right. The bandage is the product. Mm -hmm. That's brilliant. Um, and I have gone funeral shopping, funeral because I'm looking for a green funeral home. So actually, I have for that specialty, as soon as you started telling the story, I'm like, Ooh, I'm one of those people that have done some research and I would probably look at that and go, I'm following that in the back of my head if that was in my area in case I ever needed it. So, um, Ken, let, this is really amazing. Uh, I love that. One thing that I want to throw out there, if you're watching this, if you're listening, that this same concept of telling story in your ads, I have used for creating a very memorable experience when I speak. And I know you did as well, Ken because the story leads the way, right? You have this room full of people and you want them to stay to the end. You want them to listen to the actual, the one thing you want to teach them, but you got to capture them with a story. So right. I have done an hour keynote where the first 20 minutes I just told the story and I got them. 
like you hook right. them, right? So uh, if you're listening to this and so how else can I use it? You can use it for social media copy, but of course we're talking about ads. And I love that you said this works on every kind of ads because we had asked, we talked in the green room. Initially I thought, well, maybe we just do Facebook ads, but you do any kind of ad and um, pretty, really, really cool. So Ken, I've got a um, really fast, um, what you call it? Three, three question rapid fire round. Okay. So do I need you, to, do I need to prepare for this? Do I need? No, okay. No, so um, I'm just going to ask the questions. Wait, let me, let me have, let me have Zombro answer for me. All right. Okay. You're ready. Okay. By the way, this is, this is, um, this is Ziggy zombie. He, he looks like my twin because well, he is. Yeah, he is. He looks pretty cool. He is really cool. He's even, All he's right. even got my hairline. I love it. All right. So angry client or angry coworker? Angry client. Work from the home office or work from the office? I don't know. What do you prefer? Work office. 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 Okay. Video meetings or in-person meetings? In person. All right. I love it. Okay. Before we wrap up, yes. tell us how people can connect with you and your company. Okay, so if you're looking for us as a business, adzombies.com, uh, pretty simple, adzombies.com. Yeah. And if you want to follow any of our stuff on social, it's all at adzombies. Or if you want to follow me on social, it's at Spanky Moskowitz, S-P-A-N-K-Y-M-O-S-K-O-W-I-T-Z. All right, awesome. And then there's one more question I have for you before okay. we hang up, before we finish this up. I'm not going to put that dress on for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was going to ask about Barney. Oh, Barney. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So many years ago. So I, my quick background. I came from the broadcast creative world. Okay. So TV, radio, media. And I do a lot of voice work. I still have an agent that represents me. I do a ton of character voices and do a lot of radio commercials and people don't even know it's me because it's one of my voices. Well, many, many years ago, uh, about 20 years ago, they were looking for a replacement for the voice of Barney because the guy who did Barney was retiring. And so they did a nationwide search for the new voice for Barney. And I was the second place voice runner up for Barney because I love you. Do you love me? Yeah. So that's it. Yeah, that's the Barney story. That's awesome. I love it. So that I just wanted to throw that out there because you are so creative. I don't know a lot of other people who can come up with this story. I've posted something on LinkedIn before and you write this ad copy. You've actually put into practice how you started your business on a post of mine. That's right. It was about it was about the outhouse in the middle of the woods. It was. And you just wrote this copy just like that. So I absolutely love the way your brain thinks and the way you do this. And so if you need ad copy, guys, connect with Spanky, connect with Ad Zombies. Absolutely uh, love the way all this stuff goes. And storytelling, if you're not doing it, go do it, guys. Thank you so much for being here, Spanky. I am going to say goodbye to everybody. I'll be back next week with another episode of Strategy Talks. And thank you so much. This was kind of up and down. I had all the feels for this episode. This I was, you nearly made me cry telling that ad, telling the story. 
but yet you captured my attention. So absolutely prove that storytelling works. I appreciate you. Thank, Thank you. you.